Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic episode 34. That is right, 34 episodes. Crazy, amazing. Woo! Woohoo! <laughs> Didn't think I was going to make it this far, but I did, and now you're here with me, so thank you for that. But this week, we are heading to Louisville. Yes, that is how you pronounce it. I'm from Kentucky. Don't argue with me. It's Louisville. <laughs> But we're heading to yes, (laughs) we are heading to Louisville, and we're gonna go on a home park hoedown here, down here in Kentucky, and we're going to the legendary Kentucky Kingdom. The reason I say legendary is this park has a long history, which you can look up somewhere else (laughs) because I don't have time for that. If I did, this would be like a three-hour-long podcast because it's insane. I'm coughing less this week, but it'll probably get worse as we go on. So I apologize to everybody for that. <laughs> but as you can hear, I have two amazing guests with me. But this is my first time having two guests on a Home Park Hoedown episode. With me, I have Marcus. Hello. And Corey. Hello. I am so excited to have you both on to talk about Kentucky Kingdom because both of you are Home Park. But it's also a park I have been to, so I can say a little bit on it. It's not my Home Park because my Home Park is Holiday World. And we'll do that episode some point and some point. But I can speak a little bit on it because I went, I had a season pass for a couple of years, so I'm excited to jump into this. So for those of you who don't know, or this is your first episode listening to Dyslexic, Home Park Down is one of the many episodes we do on the show. In this particular episode, we, I bring one or two people on to talk about their home theme park that they grew up to, they love going to, and all their amazing memories at. And then we talk about their histories with it. We talk about the current offerings at the park. And then we talk about, and then we do like a lightning round of fun questions and babes. And then maybe you'll want to go visit. (coughs) And cough there too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But with that all being said, let's jump right into it. Let's start with Marcus. Tell us a little bit about your history with Kentucky Kingdom. Uh, It's not, I mean, it's not like super ingrained, though I've been... Growing up with the park, basically, since I've lived in Louisville for virtually all of my childhood life. Uh, I remember it back when it was Six Flags, Kentucky Kingdom, uh, visiting the park. Uh, Very vivid memories back in 2009, 2010, right before it uh, closed. The dark days. Remembering the days. Yeah, the very dark days. (laughs) Uh, Depending how you look at it, either before or after it was shuttered. (laughs) That's a... That's a very hot take. I know. I'm sorry. No, uh, I'm not. I, I, I completely agree. That's accurate. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it is accurate. But, um, but like, I've been, basically, I've been, like, uh, I've been watching this park sort of prosper from what it was when it finally reopened back in 2014. And it's it's been, like, right from the get-go, I could tell it was so much more fresh than it was back in its Six Flags days. For sure. Just time. Double that. <laughs> okay, I'm done. We're back. Oh, get out of your system. You know what you need. <laughs> I need those cough drops. I forgot. <laughs> you're thinking about the Six Flags Kingdom days is what you're doing. Yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. bringing up all that bad energy in my, in my, my chest. Anyways, go ahead. Like continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like right from the, like I said, right from the get-go, you could tell it was more fresh. The the new, I guess, uh, vibrant color schemes, the sort of more family-oriented atmosphere. I felt like it had. Mm-hmm. It, there was a lot of that 
it was taken away sort of when Six Flags sort of literally ripped their IPs out and ripped a couple of rides with them. Yeah. But somehow, like, rise like a phoenix sort of rising up from the ashes that might sound a little cheesy but it's basically the best metaphor i could give because the park has come up from literally being almost nothing to making a staple of itself again with the leadership of at heart for sure it, you know that's probably the best analogy you could have given that park because like it went from you know a beloved park to six flag owned so it kind of went downhill <laughs> let's just be honest and then, you know, it went from pretty much abandoned to this thriving park that's really finding its way into the theme park uh, enthusiast community and really making people want to go. So I'm uh, like, the history of this park is insane. So it just. It really is, though. I mean, like when you when you get down to like the nitty gritty <laughs> of like what's happened to this park and the fact that it's doing as well as it does today, it's kind of a miracle. Like when you actually sit back and look at the history of the park. It really is, and like it's it's not something people really expected to happen for a while, because like for a long time it was just like okay, well there's just the abandoned amusement park in the middle of Louisville, like what? <laughs> and so now it's just like, hey, there's Kinder Kingdom, it's thriving, it's fantastic, and it's I'm so I'm so happy for it, <laughs> I really am, because it's <laughs> it's such a weird, unique little park, and it I is. just love it. It is. It's it's super unique. That's a fact. Uh, but continue. Uh, oh, me or Corey? <laughs> no, you, you, <laughs> you work. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, like, uh, yeah, I always, uh, I've been, I guess, I always root for the park ever since like day one. Just to, just because, like, I mean, you should always like root for your home park to be better than what it was the previous year. And right. Every single year. I mean, right from the. Right from the start, Lightning Run. I mean, to this day, it's still one of the most fantastic little it's unimposing roller coasters ever a good built. Ride. It's it is literally one of the most unimposing roller coasters in the United States, like hands down. It's Everyone looks at the little thing. It's a hundred feet tall. It's, you're like that is nothing, and then you get on it, and you're like, I don't know if I can do that again. <laughs> Everyone hits the brake run and they're either like, whoa, what was that? They're either like, yeah, that was awesome. We got to do it again. Or they're like, okay, I am done with roller coasters for the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) That is so true. That coaster, for a little coaster, it packs a massive punch. Like, it's like not even massive punch. It's a KO if you are not a coaster person. Because, like, if you are a coaster person, you're like, oh. The airtime's ridiculous. Like, my goodness, <laughs> it is just an amazing, that's an amazing coaster. It is. <laughs> and awesome. when the leaves the yeah. lift hill. Yeah, if you're sitting in the back seat, and all of a sudden you're just flying <laughs> out of your seat, like <laughs> that whoa. back seat on the lift hill, you go over and you're like, oh my god, there's no seat. Yeah. Like you, you are convinced. I've never been on a coaster. <laughs> I've never been on a coaster. Um, <laughs> I've never been on a coaster before where I legitimately on my first ride thought I was going to fall out <laughs> and I didn't and I loved it <laughs> I loved both that I didn't fall out and then I had that sensation so thanks for both <laughs> Corey what about you what's some of your history with the park well um, I've been going to the park since I was itty bitty like you know four or five years old um, you know it was one of those things where like 
it was really nice for us, especially when Six Flags came through. At first, it was a really good thing for us because when Six Flags came through, we were able to get like, you know, $40 passes and they were good for all Six Flags parks, which was really awesome for us. Um, it all, we, honestly, when it turned into Six Flags, it seemed like it was going to be a good thing. Obviously, it didn't end up being a good thing. It was the worst thing that could have happened in the park. And I don't completely blame uh, Six Flags. I also blame the Fair Board for a lot of stuff, too. Oh, it was it was definitely a, a tag team effort to destroy yeah. the, the park. The, the, that Fair Board, excuse I'm not trying to throw shade on anyone, but the Fair Board in particular, they have made it as hard as possible for Ed to do anything that he wants to do, you know, here in the recent years. Like, the fact that, you know, them trying to block, you know, uh, Kentucky Flyer from getting built and all that stuff like that all that it's just it's been a mess with them but that's not that's not what I'm talking about my my experience though like I said um, I've been going there so long and um, and I hate to say it but like towards the end um, like you said 2009 the last season there I when the park was closing for good I didn't really care like I hate to say that it sounds horrible but Six Flags had that park in such disarray and just, it was just, it was, it wasn't a good park anymore. It was not, it was just wasn't. And I had so many good memories with it before. Like I said, you know, my dad and I would get season passes there all the time and we would be there literally. If it wasn't, if we weren't at Holiday World at Kings Island, we were at, you know, Kentucky Kingdom. Like that was just where we were at every weekend. So, you know, like, like for example, like my dad, he, swam so much in the wave pool at Kentucky Kingdom and I don't know if you remember but they really used to coronate the wave pool like really heavily and like my dad used to swim so much at Kentucky Kingdom's wave pool that like it actually faded his swimming shorts he had to go buy new swimming shorts because because it faded his swimming shorts out like Jesus that's how much chlorine they used to use in the in the wave pool but they said it's gonna be real clean (laughs) yep it's gonna be so clean you can't swim in it clean but That's it, the power of pine saw, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for so us, funny, I caught myself to have an asthma attack. There you go. But it's just a testament to how many, how much we were there, and um, it's just a lot of memories. And then, as Marcus had stated, and when 2014 came around, Ed knew exactly what he was doing. He didn't try to reopen every single old ride. He built new rides along he with was some of the older smart. ones. Smart. And that was so key in getting the park jump started again. Gave it the best jump start possible. And then, you know, here we are. You know, 2019 was a fab, fabulous season for the park. Uh, had a Halloween event and everything. Like, it just, you know, I remember two years ago we were at the, um, <coughs> I went to the winter walkthrough for the first time. And, you know, we were talking to them about, we were asking questions about a Halloween event or whatever. And, and you know, Ed was, Ed, Ed's always been kind of le- you know, leery about having it because he wants to see bigger attendance before something like that, you know? So it, it, it was so cool to finally see that happen this year. And, you know, we can get into that a little bit later. Cause I think we got a few things to talk about as far as that, but yeah, just, I've been going since I was a kid and it's just, uh, it, it's pretty ingrained in me as far as, the history of it because like i said i've been there you know my my especially my dad my dad was you know my dad went opening year in 87 before they closed you know and then they reopened and what was it 89 they reopened um you know my 
my, my dad was there whenever it was literally just the one side of the park with no like you know the no there was no bridge or anything it was just that the opening you know the front part of the park there and oh the bridge yep but <laughs> we'll get there yep but anyways so i you know there's a lot of history in my <coughs> in my veins about the park so it's been so nice to see it come back to life and just be so successful. I wish I could come back to life from this cough. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's so, it's so amazing that you guys get to grow up with that park. For me, you know, I, I also, you know, grew up in Kentucky, but I grew up um, about two hours away from Louisville. So Kentucky was not the park my family went to. We went to Holiday World, which is, you know, closer for us. Yeah. And, but uh, like, what's crazy about Kentucky Kingdom is, it's a park that even though I never went to it as a kid, I didn't go until I was an adult. Uh, you know, I didn't go until I was like, I think I was tw- 19, 20, 20. Yeah. I think it was about 20. <clears throat> that, um, that it, it, it still had an impact on me because like, I remember the Six Flags commercials down here specifically. I know this ran all across the country, but for me, it was Kentucky because that's just what I associated it with. Yep. <clears throat> it was the Halloween one. Where she gets, she's watching the movie and then she gets the call and it goes and she screams and runs outside and then there's Mr. Six and the bus. Yes. That always killed me. Then it'll be like Six Flags Kingdom and I, I wanted to go so bad and I was terrified of everything. There was no, there was no need for me to want to go to that, but I wanted to go so bad to Fright Fest. I wanted to go to the park. I only ever went to Louisville as a kid because I, I, fun fact about me, I was, I was born with spina bifida. And so I had to go through surgery and tons of back, back doctor appointments all the time. And I had to go up to Louisville all the time for back doctor appointments. Yeah. And I never got to do anything in Louisville. And I never got to go to Kentucky Kingdom. But every time we went to the doctor, we would drive by it. And it was the best moment of the entire trip because I would see Grease Lightning and Chang and, uh, Twisted Twins and like all these coasters yeah and it was just such a moment for me and like that sometimes sometimes we didn't even go over there but to make my day better my dad would like drive me past the park and we always went in the winter so obviously the park wasn't open but I always always wanted to go and so then you know when I was 20 I finally got to go and I got to experience this park and it was completely different than what I thought it was gonna be but I still fell in love with it really fast yeah <laughs> so it's just it's just such a unique park and like before we get into like the current offerings for those of you who have never been to kentucky kingdom you're gonna walk in and you're gonna be like i'm confused <laughs> <laughs> so the park is in two halves you heard yep. yeah all right, that is correct two halves that you have to cross a road or go over a bridge over the road to get to the other half Yep. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, get your climbing boots on, get your backpack on, because we're going on a hike. Um, <laughs> it's not a very, it's not a very big park, but it the park feels much bigger than it is because of that bridge. Yeah, it it definitely makes it feel a little bit bigger. But I'm so glad that they added the crosswalk because <coughs> I hardly ever walk across the bridge. I just like the oh, crosswalk. me either, me either. I am totally, yeah. totally a, a crosswalk person now because. I was actually scared to use it the first year they ha- had it because I was like, am I going to get in trouble? Is this only for people with wheelchairs? Am I allowed to do this? And then I found <laughs> out I was allowed to do it and I was like, never going on the bridge again. 
<laughs> now, now I do love the bridge because when you're standing still on the bridge, like, like especially for me, like if I'm trying to film something, Marcus, I'm sure you know about this too. But if you're trying to film something on the bridge, like people's walk shakes the bridge. People just walking <laughs> gets the bridge shaking. So you're kind of sitting there bouncing. I, I, I think it's fun, but it's it's kind of hard to film up there. <laughs> What's well, also really weird? It's it's a great place to get shots of multiple attractions. Mm-hmm. That bridge is, but like it's just mm-hmm. so, like. So you walk into the park and you're like, where is everything that I thought was here? Yeah. Uh, because there's just this one weird round section and then there's like Universal Studios in the back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, if y'all don't understand, go look up pictures. That, so, but we'll get to that in the current offerings. Yep. And, but then but then you're like, you look over and you're like, oh, there's a giant Ferris wheel and you keep looking you're like, oh, there's some water slides, and then you keep looking. You're like, "There's another roller coaster. We need to go that way." And then you realize you got to go across the bridge or across this crosswalk. And then there's the whole other half of the park yep. with the water park right down, right smack dab in the middle. And the water park is also cut <laughs> up in different sections. Yes, uh, because of it's like so. It's like amusement park, bridge, water park, or amusement park, bridge, amusement park, water park, amusement park. <laughs> It feels if you if anybody's ever been to um, I don't know if you do have but if you've ever been to Hershey Park, it, it's very much like the water to me the water park at Kentucky Kingdom is very much similar to that because like you just kind of walk through and it's like okay you're in the water park and then you walk to the end of that and you're in the back of the drop park because it, like it, it's all mixed together in like kind of a mash. <laughs> it is, it is, but like you get used to it. It's a strange you design, do. but you get used to it. It's it, it's got a charm to it. Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely want to get that out of the way before we got into the current offerings because it's just I'm just saying if you visit just get a map and make sure you look like you're not going to get lost but it can be confusing on your first visit yep <clears throat> but now we're going to jump into some of the current offerings that the park has and you guys can just interject whenever you feel mm-hmm. or whenever you want to add anything but um let's talk about the coasters first because that's the bi- that's the big point that's what this podcast <laughs> is about is roller coasters and theme parks yep so what Corey, give us a roller coaster. Lightning Run. Lightning Run <laughs> is one of the best roller coasters I have ever been on in my entire life. I was gonna say I know we just finished talking about it, but let's 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 just cheese on it a little bit more because it's so great. <laughs> so Lightning Run is in the first half of the park and it's just this weird, like five gum cobalt blue colored thing. Yep. <laughs> which <laughs> The color scheme is beautiful. It's so weird. It, it, it's it is a great look. That that is that also leads to one of the biggest mysteries is I can't understand why there is not any other of those coasters at any parks. Like I don't I understand either. Out. They're so good. Like is and chance so like... is chance charging like a crazy amount of money? Because I don't think so. Because Kentucky Kingdom didn't have that much money to start I, out I have... with. So I don't I don't know. <laughs> I have hunches on why. Um, you have to, I guess, you have to look at North American amusement parks and wanting to build something that's very yeah. marketable. Like Orion wouldn't be, you know, Orion if it didn't have a three hundred foot element on it, right? Giving it the name Giga. Otherwise, it'd just be, you know, another roller coaster mm-hmm. at Kings Island. I, I'm thinking, and this is totally just me thinking on the subject. I'm thinking it's because it's not super marketable <laughs> for the big parks. And, might need. Uh, no, and I was uh-huh. just gonna say that's where that's where I think that like they need to, like the, 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 
the bigger parks, I don't think it would work, but like some of the smaller places, I, I think a lot of people would really enjoy them. I do. I, you know, it's yeah. like, 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 can Michigan's Adventure get one? It's perfect for Kentucky oh. Kingdom. Can Michigan's Adventure get anything, please? <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, Kentucky, Kentucky Lightning Run was perfect for Kentucky Kingdom. It was just the perfect choice at the time. <laughs> but and like, it, and they it perfectly is, reused the station from Grease Lightning and everything. It, it like, really did. And like, what's this coaster is so intense, it is so small. But it is so intense. And I'm just going to give a warning to everybody. I'm a larger person. You might want to, at Kentucky Kingdom for multiple coasters, you might want to do the test seat. Because there are some times where people of larger stature cannot get on Lightning yep. Run or Storm Chaser, which we'll get to. But, you know, that's just a word of warning for most people. But you can ride pretty much everything at Kentucky Kingdom. Being a larger person. Just maybe not those two. Yeah. It's true. But what always gets me is that I don't know if you guys have ever noticed. I'm sure you have, but like at the very end when you're going back into the station, that one piece of track that touches the fence kills. Oh me. yeah, on yeah. the transfer track, and it's just like touching the fence. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it bothers me so much. I'm like, this is one of the best rides I've ever ridden, but why is that there? <laughs> I hate myself for that. I always love it too. Like I, I don't know if you got looked at it, but when you're on the stairs, you know, waiting for the coaster, uh, there's like little, little like little holes in the side of the the walls, and when you can peek yeah. through them and look into the maintenance bay and stuff, I always like. I'm I'm a nerd, so I like I love looking at stuff like that. <laughs> I never noticed that, or I would have been doing that this whole time. <laughs> yeah, because I'm always like... focused on the brake run and watching people <laughs> slam forward, and be like, yes, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> It, it, well, it's an experience. Like you get all like it was like Marcus was mentioning earlier. Like there's always like whenever you get off the ride, there's like nobody that's like, well, that was boring or anything. Like that, you don't ever hear that. Or at least I, don't, you know, it's I, just. I rode to, that ride every trip, which was like almost every weekend for like two, three years. Never yeah. got tired of it. Not a single time did I get bored of that coaster. Because it is just so intense. The airtime is going to throw you out of your seat. Yep. For <laughs> sure. Like, like it, it really is. It really is like... It's relentless. It is. It's relentless. It's like riding a bucking bull. That's just like, get off of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, no, I'm going to hold on. <laughs> it, it, uh, it, it does need those ankle restraints. It does have ankle restraints. Not ankle, but like calf restraints. I always call them ankle restraints. Yeah, it cause, goes over your shins. Yeah, it goes over like mm-hmm. your shins. And like uh, they're, they're weird but they're useful. <laughs> I'll give you that for how forceful that thing is. <laughs> they're useful. Yeah. <coughs> hmm. Just a little more cough. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> That's exactly what this podcast needed. <laughs> there you go. Like more cowbell. <laughs> Uh, so, Marcus, give us one of the other coasters. Uh, how recent are we talking? Uh, j- just what's there right now. Right right now. Okay. Um, Kentucky Flyers. Yes. Now, you two will have to talk about this, because this is the <laughs> only coaster I have not got to experience yet. Um, you go ahead, Marcus. Uh, I, you, you have just as much experience on it as I do, so... <laughs> um, I have never met... I have never met a person who 
was disappointed by that ride. Maybe like I I say that and like it's not the best coaster at Kentucky Kingdom for but for what it looks like for how small it is for how statistically slow it is it is a very very impressive ride did i mention how much airtime kentucky kingdom has just in all together it yeah. really does you go to kentucky kingdom your butt's not gonna touch a seat all day <laughs> <laughs> like even roller skater roller has a little bit I'm, I'm kidding. But like, that... <laughs> but like kentucky flyers <laughs> like i've never I've never ridden that and not come off with a smile. Like it's it's so good. It's such a middle ground roller coaster. Like for how small it yeah. is, how short it is, those little butt hills actually like give a little bit of hair time, the butterflies in your stomach, everything. Like even kids love it, adults love it, thrill seekers not expecting much come off smiling, thinking, hey, that was actually pretty good. It's, it's one of those things too, like it's, it's kind of like with Lightning Run for this year, if that was the absolute perfect choice to build, it was absolutely perfectly what Kentucky Kingdom needed. No doubt. I, what's what's so cool about that coaster to me, even though I've never ridden it, it's just I'm so happy Kentucky Kingdom has coasters that you can like break up the thrill for. Like they're all different levels. Like they're, they're all such different levels of thrill that like I think that's so good for the park, like the kind of family atmosphere it has, but also has so many levels that draw in thrill seekers too which is just amazing that they have like almost perfected that you can ride this with your family or for a break from the coasters or you can ride this if you want to freak out and scream the entire time well well, it's like you were saying marcus uh (laughs) like even in like like the front row like when you first pop over those hills it's no joke like it literally it's really a good ride like it's not just like well yeah it's good for a family ride it's a good coaster like just all together it's a good coaster like it gravity mm-hmm. group did a fantastic job they're they're really they're really good they they almost have that like small family coaster style perfected they really do like it's they know what they're doing like no doubt in my mind they just did it and there's there's, there's two things I have to absolutely compliment about the coaster. Yeah. Uh, the fact that it has like one of the the lowest one of the lowest height requirements of all of the roller coasters in the park, excluding yep. roller skater, and the capacity of this coaster. It doesn't have seat belts, yes. so they literally lift the lap bar, get out, new person loads in, lowers it, and they're out the door before the next train even hits the yeah, brakes. That's it's that's a huge it, benefit of the. Um... Of the Timberliner trains. They're fantastic. I love that. I love when a coaster doesn't have seatbelts and they have lap bars only. I'm like, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) But like, no, I was just, I wanted to add on about the seatbelt thing too. Uh, That I think the seatbelt thing is probably part of what makes the coaster so good is the fact that you actually do have a little bit of more wiggle room to actually experience the coaster because I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Seatbelts on coasters aren't needed. They're, they're not, there's so many, if you don't know, I know you two know, but if you don't know listeners, roller coaster restraints have multiple fail safes, multiple, multiple fail safes. That's the way they're built, the way they're designed. And, I would love it, like Bush Gardens and SeaWorld have proved this, that you don't need seatbelts on coasters. They've just proved it. Except, I'm not a big fan of the comfort collar thing that, that Bush Gardens has gotten popularized now. I'm just, I don't like comfort collars. They don't do anything for me. I just don't like them. 
like like I like I just I ride full throttle at Magic Mountain and I'm like, man, this is yeah, this is how skyrocket models should be. And then I'm like, and then I went, I just rode Tigris, you know, a month or so ago, and I'm this comfort <laughs> collar is doing nothing. <laughs> yes. Hey Corey, Corey, can you do me a favor? Don't don't ever look up the the train oh, review for this breaker. I've seen it. I've seen it already. Let's. Yes, I know. Oh, okay. Oh, it's, it's just like that when, I, especially like like I, I rode Tempesto at Bush Garden Williamsburg, and like those comfort collars do a little bit more. But when, when I got into the the seat for the uh, for the for Tigris, and it literally was like a carabiner clipping on the, the thing, I'm just like, this is this is stupid. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> it just makes me cringe. I'm just like, it's like you're going zip lining. Yeah, it's like a little kid. It's like it's just like a, it's like man, I don't know. I just that was a whole tangent. I can't even remember what I was talking about now. But oh yeah, seatbelts. I love, I love, I love when there's no seatbelts on a coaster. It's one of my favorite things in the world, and it's just amazing. And I'm just gonna call out all you Disney people who are about to say something. Big Thunder Mountain doesn't have seatbelts. Nope. Space Mountain doesn't have seatbelts. Nope. Tower of, Tower of Terror does. Yeah, I'm that's, actually the, oh, that's fair. Tower of Terror needs seatbelts. And well, in Tower of Terror, like the good thing about Tower of Terror is like it, it, the seatbelts actually add to the experience because a lap bar right. will probably hold you down tighter. Well, so. it originally opened with a lap bar, and you really yeah. didn't get that much airtime. So people, so Disney was like, "Uh, this is kind of boring. Let's throw some seatbelts on there." Yeah, the, the seatbelts add to the experience <laughs> because they they like give a little, so you actually do a lot of floating, which is fantastic. One of the best rides ever made, by the way. I think we all can agree on that. <laughs> Coming January twenty twenty, the brand new and only theme park based reality show. Is coming to Dyslexic. That's right. Ultimate Imagineer is on its way. The cast has been announced and they are ready to fight for this prize and for the title of the Ultimate Imagineer. Oh, and one more thing. You are in complete control of who wins. Yeah, that's right. You, the listener, have complete control of who wins this epic competition. So make sure to tune in in January and make your voice heard to who you think should become the ultimate Imagineer. Uh, Seatbelts, they're not like super important on coasters. They can be, but like most of them, it's not that big of a deal. And if my voice sounds different, y'all, I'm just go ahead and I'm just gonna go ahead and pretend, not even pretend like that didn't happen. I had a coughing fit, and I think I've <laughs> lost my voice a little bit. So oh, that's no. cute. <laughs> um, just think of me of like, you know, like that cute like person in your class was like, oh my god, it just sung, and now I lost my voice. Like I'm on vocal rest. So that's that's what this is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna move on to our next coaster, which I'm gonna introduce. I am gonna do. Um, Thunder Run. Thunder One is mm. the oldest coaster at the park. It's it's a wooden coaster. It's a classic Woody. Um, also, I want to mention Kentucky Fly is a wooden coaster, and Lightning Run is a steel coaster. 
but Thunder Run is this old style buddy that's just out and back and it has like this weird NASCAR style layout where you just go to left turn, left turn, left turn, left turn. But it's such a fun ride. It's not super intense. It's not super crazy. It's not the biggest, baddest coaster in the world, but it's a fun coaster. And that's probably like one of those really perfect first big coasters for your kids. Yeah. I mean, especially here recently, they've been retracking it almost every year and like you know, like Which is they, impressive. Yeah, they have they've they've really like they've replaced heck here soon they've done so much re- track replacement they're about to redone the whole coaster the way how well they're doing taking care of it and they you know they bought new trains for it um, a, new, a new train not new trains a, a new train <coughs> single because um, it only runs one train right yep that's what I thought mm-hmm. Ed, Ed's, Ed always I remember one time we were t- somebody asked Ed he, they were asking him what um, like why, why wouldn't they get two trains for Thunder Run and Ed, Ed's answer was as soon as that you know as soon as we get consistent lines on Thunder Run that is going all the way out the entrance I'll buy a second train then but he knows what he's doing he's like I'm not going to oh, yeah. spend the money on another train if these lines don't get yep. intense and like you gotta remember this park's really building itself back up so they're not it is You'll have lines, but most of the time they're not major, insane lines that you can't handle. It's not you're not going to get the same lines as like a King's Island or a Disney World no. or Universal or a Cedar Point. But yeah, <laughs> Th- Thunder Run—they've been upkeeping with it so well, and it's been fantastic. I mean, I, I, in recent years, I think it's one of the, you know, one of the better wooden coasters as far as just, just, just kind of a good. It's almost a family wooden coaster, I want to say. Like you said, I think it would be a good idea to take your kid on it for the first time if it's their first, like, big coaster. Like, it really would do good. But then mm-hmm. again, you know, I don't know. It just probably depends on who you are as a person. But I enjoy it. I think it's a, I think it's fun. <clears throat> well, I've actually seen a lot of people on trips mm-hmm. take their kids as this is their first big coaster. And they come off either loving it yep. or they hate it. <clears throat> but, like, it's not, it's not super intense. It's not super crazy. But it is a fun coaster. And yep. it's 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 so pretty to watch from the Ferris wheel. I don't know why. It's the Ferris wheel is one of my favorite things. We're gonna get to it, but like it's such a beautiful coaster. Yeah. Like especially that front half of it, where it's just like those two roundabout NASCAR loops. Yeah. Love it. I love it. No, it, it's, it's fun. <laughs> I, I also do has a really it. good sign. Has a really yes. good logo. <laughs> uh. Okay, Corey, what's the, our next coaster? Because they have five, so... Well, let, let's talk about the... Six? Uh, yeah, they got six now. Six. <laughs> let's let's talk about T3, the ugly stepchild. Uh-huh. But, but <laughs> not as ugly as it could be. I'll, I'll no, it no, it's not. And I'm one of those people who I will ride it and I will enjoy it. I, but, Marcus, thank you. I was going to say, Marcus, <laughs> I actually heard that you actually liked it during the night rides. I actually, I, I, um, I'm one of the crazy stuff <laughs> I in general. Okay. I, I can't, can't ride it like, uh, more than three times in a row. No, that's not so, a coaster marathon, but it's definitely a coaster that you can Shout out, it. shout out to the, shout out to the guys from Kentucky yeah. Kingdom. I can't believe they did that. Channel, like, 60 times yeah, in Jefferson, a day. Jefferson, what is that his name? I think it is. <laughs> but yeah, he, they, they are ridiculous. Shout out to- <laughs> So T three is a but, uh, yeah. yeah. No T three is a, a an inverted uh, Vacoma SLC suspended looping coaster, or as coaster enthusiasts like to call them, a good old hang and bang. <laughs> um, 
But I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, what, that's what they call them. But this one's not the roughest one around. This it's one, not. they have done a lot to. They give it a new restraints. But it's a it's a fun coaster. But it is one of those coasters where you either love it or you absolutely despise it. <clears throat> Me and Marcus are like two of the people who actually like it, and then the rest of the world's like, "What is this? I hate it." <laughs> I, my my biggest complaint is I know it was for but probably budgetary reasons is I really wish Ed would have bought actual Vacoma trains generation two Vacoma trains for yeah because the third party trains they work is the originals uh, but I I really think that if they could have had like an actual like I would rather them just had a one train operations with the Vacoma train and I think it would have been so much better um, yeah. You know the the like the nor'easter up at Moore's Piers. That's not so such, <laughs> such a good comparison because they actually spent like eleven million dollars in in retracking things and refixing the track and actually and buying new trains. Like they did the whole shebang, which that's a lot of money to spend on a SLC. But it ended up turning it into a good coaster. So like, I I I would have liked to have seen if what it would have been like to have the best restraints. You know, actually from Vacoma. That that would have been cool. But um. I, I don't I don't necessarily hate T three like um you know it's it's just one of those things like I like I wrote it I wrote it this year just for the posterity and I just wrote it to write it um you know I might write it once a year it's just one of those type of coasters you know I to quote Brianna I'm a completionist so I like to do everything in the park if I can yep <clears throat> and so I'll write it every visit. But it's just one of those coasters that's it's not it's not my run to it coaster. It's not my first go to. But it's a coaster. It's like when I get over to the side of the park, I'll do it if it's open. Yeah. <clears throat> also, for those of you who don't know, T three stands for Terror to the Third Power. It used to be T two Terror to the Second Power, but then it got scarier with a red track, I guess. Well, that's an answer. I just say that the history of the, what that coaster has been painted is as interesting in itself because it used to be red. Mm-hmm. And then they painted it black because Six Flags was going for the whole Batman thing because they had the Batman stunt show back there where the the Avian Adventure is now. Right, and that it. was Batman, and the Penguin was right beside it. But but they never changed T three's or T two. See, I'm, now I got T three in my head. <laughs> they never changed T two's <laughs> name to Batman for whatever reason. I, I've never understood that they should. But there was a Batman, Batman logo on the the picture. Uh, yeah, and that's because of the that's because of the stunt show that was back there. So they they should have just changed it to Batman, but they really should have. There's Six Flags being Six Flags again, but anyways, you know, uh, they painted it black, and then of course, you know, when it started everything back up, it was red again for the just kind of the original. But then they changed it to T3. I don't know. I mean, we could talk about the, the 5D cinema as well, but you know, whatever <laughs> that means. But what always makes me laugh about T3 is when you hit yeah. that brake run, people are either like. Oh my gosh, my legs! I can't feel my legs. They're like, it's nothing. <laughs> and I was that person. I had enough padding on my legs. My legs are fat, y'all. I had enough padding on my legs that I was like, <laughs> I don't feel anything. This is fine. And then you have like a smaller like teenage girl, and she's like, I can't feel my legs. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I feel bad for you, but like, I'm fine. <laughs> I guess it's the same way on like it's the same way for me on Sky Rush. Like people, there's, you know. I can't tell you how many times I've heard the two the words put together thigh crush. I've heard that so many times brought up to me. I'm just like, <laughs> yes, I know this. Stop. But no, T, 
like I said, T threes, it's not that bad. It's not like I, I'm not. I don't like SLCs altogether, but it's definitely not the worst one I've rode. Oh, at most all. definitely not. <laughs> but, uh, it is the only. It is the only one I've actually ever ridden. Good, good. <laughs> that's no. <a> smart choice. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah, yeah, that's that is a that is a business decision. <laughs> that's a health decision I can't be talking about that listen to me <laughs> I was gonna say Scott wow <laughs> he's sick <laughs> I'm so sorry I shouldn't be laughing about it I'm sorry no I hope everybody can get a laugh out of it it's ridiculous at this point no it's it's just it helps <laughs> I'm definitely not laughing at you. I'm, I'm laughing knowing you're I'm dying. laughing at me. <laughs> I, I've been there myself, but I'm laughing at you too. I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> uh, okay, Marcus. I, I can't... Okay, Marcus. <laughs> sorry. We're done with this. Stop talking about it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Right, uh, I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> oh, God, no, I'm kidding. I'm really not that mean to him. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Marcus, tell us about our next coaster, and I think we should do the big bad one. I think we should give you the honor of doing Storm Chaser. <laughs> um, well, this still, I mean, this is a hot, I mean, this is sort of a hot take. This totally depends on your experience of the park, and I don't, I will not argue with anyone on this. Storm Chaser is still currently my number one coaster at Kentucky Kingdom. For very, very, very good reasons. Oh, most definitely. Um, <laughs> for anyone who might have been living under a rock, uh, Storm Chaser star. is a <laughs> uh, Storm Chaser is a Rocky Mountain construction roller coaster. <coughs> uh, which, when that was announced, it was like, what in the world? Kentucky Kingdom is like the first park outside of the Six Flags chain to get one of these things. I think. Um, just looking what like taking taking it back to when it was being constructed because I like went out to the park constantly over the winter break and just photographed it when it was being built and when they finally built the lift hill and the very first drop where it barrel rolls that was the first piece of track they completed yeah. and I would just stare I'd stand there and stare at it like what is this wicked thing growing out of the ground. That's such a good description of that coaster. What is this wicked thing growing out of the ground? Oh, <laughs> like, because, like, I mean, in my childhood, I used to ride, I still remember Twisted Twins, <laughs> Twisted Twins, excuse me, <laughs> and how crazy that coaster was. And to see it transform into this steel beast. I don't know what to call it. Beast. Monstrosity. Yeah, monstrosity is a good word. (laughs) This um, monster that basically crawled out of the depths of wherever it came from and just um, terrifies riders uh, who dare go on it, I suppose. That's the best way I can put it. (laughs) Um, The ride is crazy. Like lightning, lightning run levels of crazy. Not when it first opened, though. When it first opened, it was it had that whole RMC itis thing where it was running pretty good. It had solid airtime. You know, it went through the inversions over the hills, and you know, it pulled you out of your seat like any other ride would. And then (coughs) summer continued, and got faster, and it got faster, and it got faster, 
And now all of a sudden you're hitting the last tiny pops of airtime hills, slamming into the restraints, <laughs> lightning rings. It is bonkers how much Mr. had had gone faster and impressed me. Like it's it's such a good roller coaster. It's um almost unfortunately I must say one of the most underrated coasters in the park because of its location oh most definitely it's like way in the back of the park and people just don't it's 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 like people want to go on it but they don't know where to go and it just people will miss it like if you if you if you know you're not a coaster enthusiast you know nothing about the park you just come into Kentucky Kingdom to sort of just enjoy the day I hate to say it but Swordchaser is a roller coaster that's kind of easy to miss. Like you almost, if Mile High Falls, the giant shoot the shoots splash ride that's uh, in the park as well, if that ride's not running, you wouldn't know there was anything in that, that corner. You wouldn't, because that's honestly. what draws you back there. Is that giant splash to see the boat going down. Like you don't, you don't know mm-hmm. what's back there until you go back there. And then you go back there, and you're like, what is this <laughs> monster? Like you said, like what is this? <laughs> I, well, that's sort of how I felt with uh, Holly, uh, excuse me, Hollow Scream too, because yeah. Mile High Falls wasn't running, and it was basically the only ride in that corner that was running. Yep. It's just, it's such what? an intense coaster, and like that barrel drop into the, or sorry, that uh, that barrel roll into the first drop. Guys, the first drop is an inversion. What is that? <laughs> Who designed that? Who said yeah? We're not gonna have a first drop. We're gonna have a first flip. The Lord and Savior <coughs> Silky himself is who designed that. <laughs> it's so intense. There's so much airtime. The inversions are insane. There's not a bad seat on the coaster, and it has an element that always makes me laugh. The trick trail, trick, yeah, the the trick track double up. Yeah, trick track double up. It, I had a moment, y'all. That was Trick hard. Mark had just said it all fast. He'd be like, the, t- 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 the hash slinging slash ringing. <laughs> we stay in SpongeBob on this show. We do, we do. I do specifically. <laughs> but it's such a monster of a coaster. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so intense. The only thing I have to say about it negative is that last slam to the slam to the right you take right before you go into the inch or the, the station yeah yeah just just that last little turn because like you're going at it and you're like i shouldn't be going this fast this turn and then you realize you went that fast that turn you're like oh but the rest <laughs> of the ride was great i'm gonna get right back in line <laughs> my, my my biggest thing with with storm chaser being built it was just like you know the last really big coaster that Six Flags built where I guess I don't know if it it was I guess it was Six Flags because it was Premier Parks or whatever Uh, but anyways my point was the last big really big thing was you know Chang like that was huge that was massive for the park at the time Um, and then to finally see such a marquee coaster come to my home park again you know it, it was such a it was such a surreal thing like when you when you know when you go back like like you were saying marcus you know when you go back and you just see like the monstrosity that is storm chaser uh it, it's just like it it still amazes me to this day that it's at my home park like it's amazing <coughs> to me that it is we have a coaster like that a world-class coaster 
in my backyard. Like, I can literally go over and ride it whenever I wanted to, you know, during the summer. It's over there. You know, it's not like, you know, it's not like I can just go up to King's Island whenever I want. Or, you know, even going to Holiday World to ride, like, the Voyage, I can't just do that whenever I want. But, like, Kentucky Kingdom, you know, if I, if, if I don't have anything going on in the afternoon, I could literally just go over to the Kingdom and ride a world-class coaster. <coughs> and don't get me wrong, Lightning Run is world-class as well, in my opinion. But Storm Chaser... It at just, least should be. <laughs> yeah, and it, but Storm Chaser is just... Ever since it was built, it's just one of my favorite things. And I'm so <laughs> proud to have it in my home park. It's it's mm-hmm. such... Kentucky Kingdom is just such a good park. Like, I, I, although I give it, you know, a little crap for how it's made and how it's designed, uh-huh. it's a good park overall, and it's a fun <laughs> day to go, and it's an affordable day to go, especially with your family. Especially if you're out of state. <clears throat> if you're out of state, that is such an affordable park to go to, and it's such a good park to go to. Yep. And you know, and and if you're a coaster enthusiast, it's literally I call I think it's like the trifecta of parks. You got Kings Island, Kentucky Kingdom, Holiday World, just right there in a row. It's so good. Well, mm-hmm. I thought it was fantastic. The last time I was at Kentucky Kingdom, um, I don't know if you guys know his name's Clint Novak. He's, he's one of the in the loopers. He uh, yeah 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 Clint Novak. He was. He came to Kentucky Kingdom, him and I think it's her, her name's Sherry. I think it's his girlfriend or whatever. But they both came to Kentucky Kingdom, you know, and I talked to them. You know, I seen them at the park, and I talked to them. I happened to be there on the same day. And they, they were doing the video and stuff, and they were talking about the park and stuff. And I was so surprised. They literally flew into Louisville International to go to Kentucky Kingdom that day. And then they were literally flying back that night. Like they, you know they flew crazy? in the night. They flew in the night before from. <laughs> they live in Virginia, Fredericksburg, Virginia, somewhere like you know, somewhere over there. Um, they flew in, went to Kentucky Kingdom, and then they flew back that night. And I was just like, that which is, is not too far of a walk from the airport. Just so people not, who don't know, yeah, it's like it's right smack next to the dab airport. in the middle of Louisville, and yep. it's right across the street from the airport. So you will see like giant FedEx humongous like carrier yep. planes flying in over you while you're sitting in the wave pool or like yes. while you're going on storm chaser you're like oh that's way too close to me but it's really not i'm nice, just saying like, storm chasers storm chaser has some of the best plane <coughs> landing views ever like you can see some of the biggest if you're planes a plane landing. enthusiast you want to go to kentucky kingdom <laughs> it's got everything plane enthusiast coaster enthusiast <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, if you're just a Kentuckian who wants to look at Louisville from a high yep. point, it's the place to go. Oh goodness, yeah. <laughs> but no, I just, I just think it's cool that it's attracting people from, you know, all over the country just to come to, the, you know, the little Kentucky Kingdom. Like it, it's so cool. It is okay, and now we're gonna go to the last, our last coaster with our little, our little baby coaster from last. Little yeah. baby, <laughs> little baby. It's the roller skater. It's it's just one of those really classic, like old school. Uh, it, it seems a very eighties, nineties to me style old. kids kids coaster. It's shaped like a bunch of roller skates. Yep. So you ride in a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Vacoma. There's a bunch of children in a shoe. You don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> nursery rhymes <laughs> yes but um it's it's just a cute coaster it goes over like a little stream it's and like it's it's, we, it's great can we talk about that amazing lighting package <laughs> that it had during hollow scream like savage i'm not gonna lie roller skater had a lighting package freaking awesome <laughs> i actually didn't notice uh roller skater's lighting package what is it whoops 
I actually didn't notice roller skater sliding package. Oh, I saw every every other yeah. coasters. It was just on, was just on the lid, too. I'm trying to exaggerate it because roller skater's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a really picturesque children's coaster. Like, it's like in the it. trees. It's in this thin garden. Um, <laughs> it's like 20 feet from, like, a valley. It is. It's so weird. But, like, it's so pretty. It's, it's like a children's coaster should not be this pretty, but it is. <laughs> and then you got the the flipping round. You got the road, the little exposition road right next to it too, which adds a whole different element. Yeah, very do, weird. You do. <laughs> uh, <coughs> I can't even think of the name of that road. It's something circle or something like that. But anyways, it's it's such a weird experience. But it's I think I think roller skater is super cool. It's just like you said, it's nothing like super fancy or anything, but it's a no. You'll find it at tons of other parks. Just a like, little junior a, coaster. Yeah, but it's it's cute. Um, but now we're gonna get into some of the flat rides, some of the other stuff that the park yeah. offers, because like you know the coasters are all three of our big things. So obviously we're gonna spend the most time on that. But let's get into some of the flat rides. <laughs> um, yeah. On the first side of the park, we have uh, the bumper cars, as most people forget. Yep, because <clears throat> they're inside a building, and like you just you don't you don't think about them. Well, it used to be the arcade. There used to be an arcade there. I didn't know they, that. They put bumper. If I'm not mistaken, don't take me. They get for a grand saw, but I'm pretty sure the, the arcade used to be where the bumper cars are at. Uh, it used to just be a standard arcade there for the longest time. Um, the bumper cars used to be better, didn't they? They yeah, used they to used, have like actual yeah, they, standard. Yeah, cars. you know where the Mad Tea Party's at. Yeah, you know, the, that's that's where the bumper cars were used to be, and they actually. For Halloween, they actually used to like board up the things. It was like real dark in there, but they got you know all which that they kind of did for this year because they pulled down like the little garage door they have in front of yeah. it to like darken it. Mm-hmm. But like you know, it, it's bumper cars. We can't really yeah. go on about it, but like it's fun. No, um, yeah, they're, they're good. They're not bad. <laughs> no, and then right next to that we have the uh, Himalaya, right? Yep, Himalaya. We have Himalaya. That Himalaya is, is is pretty iconic for me because like like it's one of those things like if you're a kid you always had fun. I don't know if I I mean I, I'm not gonna say everybody but I have fun squashing my parents and my dad especially. Oh yeah, he, most he would definitely. Have, I he would always have to you know, <coughs> I would sit on the the inside and then I would just absolutely mash him and I would just get the biggest kick out of it whenever we were going at full speed you know i, I love that <laughs> i love that stuff and if you want to if you want to ride that like you're gonna ride for a minute himalaya has a long ride cycle it does yeah if and you... you're definitely gonna if you wait in line for a minute it's worth it because it has a long ride cycle you're like okay that was fine i waited in line for a pretty long ride yep <clears throat> it's it's it, you know it's a it's it's a very it's a classic it's a very classic um old school flat ride but you know it's, it is you get in the car you go up and down the hills yeah. You go, you know, you see people skiing on the side. You know, if they added a siren and some loud music, it'd be like a carnival, but it's still super fun. It, has it does music. have music. It's not loud, but it, it has it does. music. You can hear it sometimes I hear. It does, it does have music. It does have music. Because I can hear Ozzy wailing right now in my head, <laughs> walking past it. <laughs> and then we go Going to Universal off Studios. The rails on the crazy train. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go to Universal Studios. So you walk in the back of the park, and there's this weird sound stage, multiple sound stages, and it's like the big gift shop of the park. Yeah. But on the on the side of it, hidden in the corner of the park, which you wouldn't know it's there if you don't if you don't pay attention or you don't look at your map, you're not gonna know it's there. It is the is it 4D or 5D? 5D. It's the nice. 5D cinema. Whatever that means. 
But, and um, uh, every year, every other year, they change out the movies. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's it's one of those ones you're gonna catch in like Pigeon Forge and like. Yeah. I'm sure there's one in Orlando somewhere. Like, there's just tons of like these kind of theaters where you go in, you sit in a seat with somebody, you buckle up, and then they play the movie and you rock back and forth. And there's fans and whatnot. Yep. But what I always love about it is there's a pre-show, and I'm always like, great, I'm at Disney. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I call I've always called it Universal Studios because it's just. There's no denying, like it's it's made to look like a Hollywood soundstage. Like it has the big bright lights, the giant yep. numbers. Like that's what it is. Well, it, it could still be a roller coaster, you know. But there did used to be a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I wish that is true. I, I wish. Uh, I I'm a, I'm a big Schwarzkopf fan, so I would love for it to still be there. But there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of trains hitting each other on the break run because of just the the age and stuff. Uh, yeah, fun fact. If I'm not mistaken, don't take, take don't take this for complete fact. But the actual, I think, was it the shooting star? Was that was was or Star Chaser? Star Chaser. Star Chaser. Yeah, Star Chaser actually is in a uh, at the Lake George up in New York, the new Six Flags Park that's up there, the Great Escape. They actually still have that coaster, SBNO. It's just in in the building where, it, it, where it's not operating. It's still there though. It just hasn't operated in many years now. But, Did they try turning it off and then turning it back on? Well, you know, we could talk <laughs> to some Geek Squad techs about that. They might know. But, oh, did I just throw shade at Geek Squad? I'm sorry. But no. Um, <laughs> Dyslexic got beef with Geek Squad over here. <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, for real, like, I, I, it would be so cool to have Star Chaser still still in the um, in the building there. But it's you know it, 5D cinema is cool. Like I said, though, what is? I don't know what makes it 5D, but you know, I can get away with 4D. Like I the get sign. the sign. Okay, there you go. The sign okay. makes it 5D because that's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that, Scott. That makes me that makes me happy now. You're welcome. My I don't life know if that's is true. My life is fuller. <laughs> no and Hart's gonna like DM me, and I'm gonna be like, what? He's gonna be like, that's not what it means. Well, <laughs> well, Ed's okay, even, sorry, Ed Hart. Ed's, yeah, Ed's always said he's flipping. Ed Ed can't stand dark rides, so like Ed probably we won't ever see like anything. I would love to see a Sally dark uh, ride. I love dark Louis. rides. Theme it to King I mean, Louis. King Louis's their mascot, by the way. He's a he's a yes. uh, a lion. Yep, that's a king. <laughs> now, Marcus, Marcus, do you have anything to say about the five D cinema? Um, uh, maybe a, a bit about the films. Yeah. Like uh, basically every film that they've shown since opening. Actually, I forget what the opening film was. Was it Rio? I think it was Rio. Yeah, Rio was the first. I know that. <clears throat> okay, yeah. for a while, <laughs> for a while, and I, I totally categorized like what my favorite films have yeah. been. Oh, oh, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, for the longest time, Rio was always my favorite because it was, to me, it's genuinely actually kind of fun yeah. to watch. And um, it, it, it's basically just taking the entire Rio movie and squashing it down uh, into like a 12 minute yeah. show, 12 ish minute show. And uh, after that, goodness, I'm going to totally get this out of order. I think the next one after that may have been either Angry Birds. Or the Wizard of Oz. I may have. I think it was Wizard of Oz and Angry Birds. That's right. Yep. Okay. 
Wizard of Oz was the, one of the weirdest choices <laughs> I've ever seen for a black yes. film. For like nowadays, movies have enough like camera motion <laughs> that could kind of justify the seats moving. Yep. But take take note: this is Wizard of Oz. This is Wizard of Oz condensed <laughs> into a 12 film. The camera does not move, but the seats move <laughs> when a character. Moves. So it's the <laughs> thing ever. I'm sorry, I'm breaking down a little bit here because Marcus, you're so correct. That was like one of the. That was a terrible choice. <laughs> <laughs> what I've always thought they should do is like it's Kentucky Kingdom. Why not just go over to Churchill Downs, film a horse, put it in there, and go there. You just experienced the Kentucky Derby. You've ridden. You've been a jockey at the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> Boom. That's not. That's not a bad idea at all. Actually. <laughs> I kind of like that. I think that'll require a budget outside of. Uh... Kentucky, Kentucky Kingdom's budget, yeah, probably. <laughs> true, true. That'll we'll require just serious we'll, rigging. We'll just CGI it. <laughs> <laughs> just put a GoPro on the jockey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, that's motion sickness right there. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. And then we move on, and we get we have extreme, uh, extreme scream, which is uh, Corey. What is it? I was I was called a Gen two. It is. Uh, it's a, okay. It's it's a Gen two Enterprise. Enterprise. Is what I call it. There's a there's a. It's a Zamperla Endeavor. Thank you, Endeavor. Thank that's you. what it's called. Uh, I've ridden this ride. Uh, it is fine. It's okay. Um, it's not my favorite, but it's yeah. fine. It's there. It looks good. You'll have a good time if you go on it. Yeah. <clears throat> Next to that, we have like these little spinning balloon thingies that go up in the sky and do not stop spinning if you're an adult. Um, so you just have to spin like twice and then you're going to keep going that whole time but it's really cool it's it's a very interesting ride and then you have like the whole uh, children's playland um, area King, King Louis Pool really nice yeah King Louis it is, it is a really nice children's area uh-huh. it's got a really unique carousel where you don't ride on horses you ride on musical instruments and for some reason it makes me think it always makes me think of like Mickey's Go Her Magic or like Fantasia I don't know why that's just kind of the vibe yeah. I get of riding on and no, oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> fun fact: I actually think that's the oldest ride in the park. If I'm not mistaken, I think it is. Um, I'm not 100. I'm pretty sure that was there back in '87 when the park opened. So the weird. the the musical carousel. Yeah, the one with the the, the little like the little bass and the cello. Yeah, yeah, the little instrument. Yeah, that is crazy. Uh, according to this is according to my dad. My dad's <laughs> my dad went opening year on the '87. It was there when he was there, so I'm I'm assuming that it's after all you know, everything's been moved around and kind of taken out here. I think that's the oldest ride in the park right now. Fantastic! And then I think. what's really I, weird, <laughs> just for Disney fans out there, is they do have their own magic party there. Yes, it's cute. It's silly. Well, um, that's what's so great about the uh, Alice in Wonderland being in the public domain. Like you get all kinds of stuff like that. Right. Great. Like there's a Mad Hatter on it, but it's not the Mad Hatter. It's just yep. a Mad Hatter. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um, but there's a big theater right there. I forgot about and that theater hosts a uh, sea lion show. Yes, yes, a sea lion show in the middle of Louisville in Kentucky. <laughs> yep. But it's there. <laughs> sea lion splash. <laughs> so you got Universal Disney and SeaWorld all right there together. What more can you want? <laughs> you never leave Kentucky. You just why, why go to Florida? Just you know, Louisville. We'll like you have your own kingdom. <laughs> We'll be like some of them old holiday world commercials. <coughs> Why travel some, you know, some faraway fantasy land when you have? I loved when they did that. 
Do you remember yeah. that, Scott? Yes. Uh. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> so much shade. It was super shade. Like, oh my goodness. Like, like Pat Cook. Like, yes, girl, get it. Oh, Pat. Pat. Pat Cook would have won the reading challenge on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm sorry, that was like super tangent. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> and then you have some antique cars over there, and then you move farther to like back to the front of the park, where uh, uh, you ha- you also have a uh, blanking of what it's called. You sit on it and you spin, and it goes around in a circle. And there's lots of break, cars. Break dance. Break dance. Break dance. Thank you. Then you have an old school break dance right there, and across from that is our drop tower, which is. One of the most frightening drop towers I've ever been on. Fearfall. Yes. I and I've been on like drop towers three times the size of that, and this one still gets me every time. You know what it is? It's the fact that <coughs> it drops immediately as you hit the top, like, and you don't know when you're gonna hit the top. So yeah, because there's like there's like a barricade over you, so you can't see the top. You can't see when you're going to the top. So, so it's it just, just like. We'll see how this works. As soon as you hit that top, you are down. And you're just not ready for it. Like, it doesn't hold you. You don't have anticipation. You don't even hear that click. You just go up and it's like... (laughs) One of the worst ones for that is, like, uh, there's one at Beach Bend. I don't know if you've been to Beach Bend or not, but they have one there. I did years ago before it was there. Okay. And they they have one there now, too. It's just, like, it's just instant. Like, you're, like, looking over. There's the drag race track and everything. It's like, oh, well, I'm down at the bottom already. <laughs> um, and then we have uh, our Professor John's flying machines, or as I call them, good old PJ. PJ? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which are just your standard like flying scooters that you see at most parks. Yep. Um, and then behind that, we have Cyclos, not Cyclops, Cyclos. Cyclos. I don't know. I don't know who makes that. It's yes. I think it's Zamperla, right? It, it's Zamperla. It's Zamperla yeah, uh, Discovery Revolution, I believe. Really? Okay. I don't know because there, you know, multiple. Uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. I didn't know. I don't. I, I was gonna say I didn't know. I didn't actually know who made it. It's kind of cool. But like, it's it's Kentucky Kingdom. Uh... Continue. <laughs> Continue. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> uh, Kentucky Kingdom is like Zamperla uh, on speed dial. So like, <laughs> they, they, really they have do. a bunch of really uh, from the. <clears throat> that's why they need the new one. That's at yeah, IAPA. I, I yeah, listeners, um, that's a that SPF Visa, but... that tiny, <laughs> that tiny, tiny one. <laughs> oh, oh okay. So like, Cyclos is like, if you've ever seen a giant frisbee attraction, <laughs> take that, make it mini, and then flip it all the way three sixty. Yep. It is a great. It's a great flat ride. It's an ex- it's an intense flat ride. It always has a long line, but it's worth that line. Um, if you wear flip flops to the park, your feet are gonna burn. I'm just gonna be honest with you. But other than that, it's a great ride. <laughs> and then, Hands down, the most intense oh, yes. flat ride in the park. Oh, most definitely. And then behind that, we have Bluebeard's Bounty. Yep. Right? And that's a classic pirate ship. It is. I just want to give a shout out to Bluebeard's Bounty <laughs> for actually being open this year. Because last year, yeah. it, was, it was not having a good time last year. It wasn't. So good on Bluebeard's Bounty. It's... It's coming back, and it's it's a good it's a good attraction. It's a, it's just a classic pirate ship. There's not much to say about it. Yep. Um, but it's blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a pretty blue. It matches. It kind of matches a lightning run. Yeah. I also said rod, and I was like, that's not the name of it. Lightning Had a brain rod. fart. <laughs> now, now, now that now that's the bay right there. Hang on. 
That's that's where all the coaster enthusiasts are gonna come to my house and rip mm. apart. <laughs> <laughs> coaster boards are gonna come kill me. <laughs> now, hey, now Lightning Run holds its own. Let's not let's not kid ourselves. But oh, most definitely. But me mixing up the names, they'd come kill me. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. And then we go over the bridge, and we have uh, we have the giant Ferris wheel, mm. which name is just Ferris wheel, right? Giant wheel, I think. Giant wheel. It's very creative. Yeah. Mm. But if you want to get, <laughs> I think it's giant wheel. If you want to get amazing views of Louisville, that is the attraction to go on. Fair warning. Uh, sometimes, in years past, they didn't do this, but in recent years, I didn't go this year, so I don't know if they changed it back up. But they will pair you with another group if you're a group of two. Yep. Which is not always great because they didn't do that in the first couple of years I went, and I was went in a group of two. It <laughs> depends how crowded it is. I think it, it just very much depends on what you know what what exactly. Like if there's like a giant like you know multiple queues being used, then yeah, they'll they'll definitely pair you up with people. But it's usually not that bad. I mean, it's usually pretty. Like you, it was like you mentioned earlier, the park doesn't really get that crowded, so. The water park does now. Oh, most definitely. But, um, but like mm-hmm. this, th- this park, um, <laughs> well, I mean, this Ferris wheel, you are going to get some of the most amazing, the most beautiful views of Louisville you could get. And it, Louisville's a pretty, Louisville's a pretty city. And, um, if you've never visited, you, you should, there's a lot to, there's a lot more to do than you think there is to do. <clears throat> but Kentucky Kingdom, going on the giant wheel, you can see everything you can see for miles out it's like the world mm-hmm. it's like you can see the curve of the world but you really can't but like it's just it's such it's it's such a beautiful view and i really and, encourage people to go on it like and, it's just a ferris wheel but it's humongous when it's amazing too the where it's, it's placement or whatever it's like <laughs> it's placed in a good spot for the airport because it actually is really super tall for you know for a giant wheel or whatever, and then right. the airport has a landing airplane. But the way the runways are lined up, it doesn't interfere with all that. So it's it's pretty cool that something that tall can be that close to an airport. So you it's, get you you get good views of planes and stuff too. You know, like we were talking about earlier. <laughs> you do, and then you have um, we go down uh, to the left, and we have the. Uh, Swing attraction, which name always escapes me. Um, Skycatcher. Skycatcher, and it's one. Of, it's one of those uh, Skyflyer uh, type swings where you get you get in it. It raises very high. It spins around, then it comes down. Yeah. It's not a wave swinger where you're going up and down, but it's no. a good ride. It's fine. It's not bad. It has... It's kind of like a if you've ever been on a wind seeker at a Cedar Fair Park. It's like that, but just just a smaller version, and it's a yeah. little bit. It's not actually made by... I don't even know who makes Windseekers, but it's not the same company. No. It's just... It's similar to that. Uh, I think... I think Windseekers is made by uh, Mon- Mon- Mondial. Mondial. Yeah. Mondial, yeah. And, and the one... At, the one in Kentucky Kingdom was made by uh, Arm. A-R-M. Okay. And it has a chest restraint, which is weird. I'm just letting y'all know that. Because <laughs> my Tiggle Bitties did not do tiggle well. Tiggle Bitties. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they did not do well. I ain't heard that. that in a long time. Look Man, at me that's... getting all explicit. Is this right? This one? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm I'm just gonna be real with y'all. I'm speeding through because we're we're getting to that time where uh, the app I used to record this show was like, nope. <laughs> all right, all right. Speed run, go. Oh. Uh, and then we have uh, we have the water park with a huge wave pool that is gigantic. Yep. 
um, and it has something called the Big Kuna. And if you can't swim, get away from it now. You will die because that these are the most intense waves I've ever experienced in any wave pool. Yeah, the the Big Kuna <laughs> waves are actually like really nice. And like the water park's good. It's really not nothing to write home about, but it's a good park. It's a good water park. It's cute. It's relaxing. It's pretty it's solid. A solid. It water is. Park. It's a solid water it, park. It's nice, and you can and it's it can be thrilling too because they got <laughs> you know one of the tallest water slides in the world. They I've got, been down it. It is scary. And it's one of those trapdoor slides. And if you can't ride the ones yep. at Volcano Bay, you can ride it at Kentucky Kingdom. Yep. Just I was going to say, gonna say the, you know, it's this, what is it, the second tallest water slide in the United States? Because I think the one at Volcano Bay took it, took it by like three or four feet or something like that. But. Oh, there's like, um, oh, well, in the United States. Yeah, just yeah. the United States. But if you said North America, if you said North America, I'm going to tell you that like <laughs> two new ones just opened taller yep. than them. <laughs> But that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> and then we're gonna move on. Uh, what am I missing? I'm not missing anything. There's nothing between those areas. Well, I, no, I mean you have. Uh, I mean, if you want to, we're still talking about flat rides and stuff. Yeah. Oh, we also have the 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 aviary show. Yeah, yeah, the avian adventure. Yeah, it's a bird show. I don't do mm-hmm. birds. Birds scare me, so I won't do that. <laughs> but that's there in the amphitheater. Yep. Yep. Am I skipping any flat rides? I mean, no. Uh, I have the storm. Yeah, I have the storms further back, uh, along with uh, the uh, River Rapids ride. Okay, yeah. So. Right. They have a River Rapids ride. I mean, it's very fun. Oh yeah. Uh, you get pretty wet on it. Like it, it's one of those you're not going to get soaked, but you'll get wet enough. Where you're like, okay, I cooled down. I'm good. Yeah, it wouldn't. It's not that bad. I, except <laughs> sometimes the, there can be a little bit of water pool in the actual boat. But yeah. You know, but other than that, it's it's, it's got bad. a it's a weird setup because. It's not like your typical on the conveyor belt, hop on, get off as fast as you can kind of deal. It's like they stop it, you get yep. in, you go. When it it's can very, take a while to get on, but it's, it's got a good... very, it's got very, it's kind of, it's kind of, everything's kind of weird too because it used to be themed to Penguin's Blizzard, like, you know, uh, was it Penguin's <laughs> Blizzard River or something like that? Yeah. It, was, it had the DC theming on it. So there's random penguins and umbrellas and like yep. go through a cave with gold. <laughs> Like all the theming's still there, but none of the characters. So you're like, it, it, it's very similar to what Kings man. Island did with, with the, uh, the the old Italian job. Yes, uh, it's very coaster, similar to that. But now it's just the backlot stunt coaster. <laughs> so it's you know like the Mini Cooper logos were ripped off. And right. Like, it's, it's very. It reminds me of that. <laughs> it's very that. Yes. Um, and then we move on. We have Eye of the Storm, like Marcus spoke yep. about. Which is a Larson loop. If you've ever been on like a Ring of Fire or something at a carnival, it's just like that. Um, good ride, very loud ride, but a good ride. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you move farther back. We have Mile High Falls, which at one point was the largest shoot the shoes ride in the country, right? It, it's it it's yeah, still one of the largest too. Even today, <clears throat> it's still massive. I mean. You know, there's a duplicate. There's a it has a duplicate at Hershey Park, but it's it's they're very giant. Like these these attractions are huge, y'all. Yes. Like, like I mean, I mean, you go, you get it's you know it's your typical shoot the shoot. You get in the boat, you go up, you go down, you splash. Yep. But this splash is so big that it, yeah. it will sometimes go out of the pool. And the, it's a very large pool. Yes, it will sometimes it go out of the pool and onto the concrete farther than you ever expect it to. And if it's a windy day and you're even near this ride, good luck. You will yes. get You don't even have to be on. You're going to walk off and be like, I need to change my clothes. And I just walk past it. 
Yep. Like you could you could literally jump into a pool and come back out and still not feel as wet as you do when you get on Mile High Falls. That's I so true. That you're at Mile High Falls, your bones are wet. <laughs> you go in there, you're like, I need to wring out my entire body. <laughs> and That's then we rough. move on and we have this beautiful classic carousel called Bella mm. Musica mm. and it's it is so mm. beautiful it's so mm. old school it's not repainted it's like you ride on it <laughs> you hold on to the pole that the animal is on you come off your hands smell like metal and nickels yeah. <laughs> and like there's so many hand carved weird animals it's got the old school like drum and like calliope playing on the attraction and it's, it's got the so... it's got a wheelchair accessible you know, station where you can literally pull, push your you can push your wheelchair into the what is it? An elephant? I it's an elephant. Exactly. Yeah, I just think it's so cool. Yep. I love There's that chickens carousel. Chickens and unicorns and dragons and lions and all these amazing animals. Yep. It's a really beautiful carousel. <clears throat> For it's one of my favorites. <laughs> and then we have, uh, I think, the last thing that we have is the little drifting like mini whip t- style ride where it's the cars yeah the little NASCARs yeah yep. and I think that's it right I think yeah because they took the they took the old fire truck out so that's gone <coughs> right so, yeah I think that's that about does it right and that's really Kentucky Kingdom in a nutshell but before we go we're going to do a lightning round with both of our guests we'll start with uh, Marcus so I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask them questions about their favorites and they're going to answer them. If they don't have one, they can just skip it. But we're going to do this with both guests. Okay, are you ready, Marcus? Uh, okay, ready. here we go. Starting now. Favorite coaster? Storm Favorite Chaser. flat ride? Cyclist. Favorite water slide? Deep water dive. Very good. Favorite show? Um... Uh-oh. Um, sea Lion Splash. Favorite food? Oh, no. Um, ooh, you know what? Those um, uh, house-made kettle chips that they sold at the sandwich shop outside of uh, Storm Chasers. Ooh, those are so good. Those are That's so good. Choice. good. <laughs> and last one. Your favorite Hello Scream house. There's only two, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, zombie Wasteland, hands down. Awesome. Oh, by the way, Kentucky Kingdom has a Halloween event that started this year in 2019. It's called Halloween, not Hallow Scream, like Bush Gardens. It's called Hallow Scream, like Halloween, Hallow Scream. Yep, not Howl. Uh, no, not Howl, but like Hallow. Yep. Um, and it, it's it's good. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> okay, and Corey, <laughs> your turn for the lightning round. You ready? Ready. Here we go. Starting now. Favorite coaster? Storm Chaser. Favorite flat ride? Bella Musica. Favorite water slide? Deluge. Favorite show? Avian Adventure. Favorite food? Taco Tequila, all together. <laughs> it's, it's really good. <laughs> and favorite Hallow Scream House? Same with Marcus. Zombie Wasteland, for sure. Fantastic. Yes. The, and I'm going to go through real quick and give mine just because this is the first park I've got to do this with. Favorite Coasters, Lightning Run, Favorite Flat Ride. <clears throat> favorite Flat Ride is Cyclose. Favorite Water Slide is, I don't know what it's called, but it's the one that's like. It's got it's the multiple funnel one on the slide complex. Oh, yeah. Mount, Mount Slide High? No, no, no. The other one on the other side where it's like right beside the swing ride and the multiple 
Plummet Summit. Oh, it has like a fun Yeah, but it's it's the one oh. that it's the one on the complex that has like the the three funnels you go through. Yeah. Yeah. Love I that know. one. The double one. The one yes. with the double two. Yeah. Uh and then my favorite show is the five D cinema because I'm gonna count it as a show. Yep. Uh and then my favorite food is the burger in the beer house or beer garden. It's yeah. So good. It's it doesn't have any business being oh, no, that. Great. About that. The beer garden is a huge hit with a lot of people. It's beer garden food in the park. It's the best period. food. Period. On period. It's so good. Uh, and then my favorite house. With no offense to Taco Tequila. <laughs> no, you're fine. It was the clown one just because, as a scary actor, I was a clown and I have a soft spot for clowns. <laughs> but before we go, we got to get in some plugs, Marcus. I know. I'm sure you do. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Ooh, uh, I'm not huge, huge on social media, unlike uh, you and Corey. Oh, I'm definitely but, not YouTube, uh, but I, I just do it because <laughs> I don't gotta lie. <laughs> uh, this, I guess, my YouTube channel, uh, YouTube forward slash midgetman82. Uh, the username history bonnet, but that's gonna take forever to explain. So, <laughs> yeah, YouTube forward slash midgetman82. <laughs> Fantastic. And Corey, do you have anything you like to plug? Uh, sure. Uh, YouTube is Corey Mathery. C-O-R-E-Y-M-A-T-H-E-R-Y. You can follow me on there. Twitter, same name. And then uh, Instagram, Daily Theme Park Photos. You can follow me on there. And I, I, If you're looking for really good like cinematic stuff, Marcus has you covered. Marcus does great oh, cinematic stuff. Oh, he so stuff. does. He did a video recently where for some <laughs> reason I watched it. And I had never felt such a calm in my entire life after watching the, that video. I was like, "Wow, the world like, like is you're, good." Your bluegrass, <laughs> your bluegrass fair, the one in Lexington or whatever. That was fantastic. That was one of my favorite videos you've done. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> it was. That that event was so fun to go to. That was one of the best uh, years I've ever attended. That That's fair. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they had a new ride to fire, new ride. Right. No, I I love I love both of your YouTube channels. Y'all have already heard me gush multiple times over Corey's YouTube channel. I am obsessed with it. It's not healthy. And every time Marcus posts a video and I see it in my subscriptions, I'm like, click, 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 click. I like I <laughs> I wish I could do what you two do. I I don't have that skill set. That's why I podcast. <laughs> but I I can't I can't podcast. <laughs> But I just, I if you guys are theme park fans, these are some people you need to follow. And then for me, for my plugs, you can follow me on Twitter at Scott021 or just look up Dyslexic. You can follow me on Instagram at Dyslexic96. You can follow me on TikTok at Dyslexic. And then uh, if you want, I got a couple quick announcements real quick. On this podcast is the first, and maybe not the first, but the only one I know of, theme park-based reality show, Ultimate Imagineer, is coming to this podcast in January 2020. The winners will be getting a prize in the title of Ultimate Imagineer, and you, the listener, control completely who wins. Oof. <laughs> and then you can also <laughs> join the Great Movie Club, which is a collaboration between me and Victoria, or he calls me Pineapple Princess, <clears throat> on most social medias, and you can join that and follow that Twitter at the Great Movie C one on uh, Twitter, and you can join by clicking the link and donate the stuff, and we watch Disney Plus movies. And it's a book club for Disney Plus movies. So you can join that and come have fun conversations with us. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Thank you both so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Cool. And and before we go, I got to get my outro started, y'all. 
thank you all for listening and joining us on this Home Park Hoedown episode of Dyslexic. If you like this episode, then you can check out episodes 1 through 33 here on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and all of the podcast platforms. Share the show with your family and friends if you think they'll enjoy it. And give us a review on iTunes if you'd like. Uh, and if you want to answer... Sorry. If you want your answers for the lightning round on the next podcast, you can leave me a voicemail here on Anchor. Or you can DM me and let me know. I hope you all have an amazing week. I hope you enjoyed this. And I hope you go and check out Kentucky Kingdom next season when it opens. Maybe you'll see one of us three there. And you can say hi. <laughs> so thank you all so, so much. Have an amazing week. And bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, this book is so amazing. I know, right? It's fantastic. But you know what would be better? What? If this book was a movie, and it was Disney, and our book club was a movie club, you know what? That would be better. Oh, then let's join the Great Movie Club with Scott and Victoria. The what? The Great Movie Club with Scott and Victoria. You can sign up now to join. It's 100% free, and it's a fun movie club where we discuss the movies from the new Disney Plus app. Really? That sounds like a great time. How do I sign up? Oh, all you have to do is go see Scott or Victoria and find the link on their Twitters or just DM them and ask them. And they can send you the link and you can sign up. It's 100% free and it's a super fun way to just get with people and talk about Disney movies. The lesser known ones, the better known ones, and each month they have a theme and we all watch two movies and discuss them. It's so much fun. I can't wait to join. I'm going to join right now. Me too. The Great Movie Club. Join now.